Welcome to the Gospel Everyday Podcast, following along with the Mariner's Church annual read. This year, we are reading Knowing God Through the Year by J.I. Packer. We hope that you'll be filled with fresh insight and joy as you spend time discovering more about our thrilling God. I'm Linda Vino, and I will be your host for today. The title of our devotion, Garden Grief, takes us to scripture found in Isaiah 53. Now, I think we would all agree that planning is good, and without a plan, we wouldn't realize our goals and a lot of other things. Let's suppose that your dream has always been to take a year and travel throughout America. So you carefully devise a plan and share your plan with your family and friends. Now, you tell them that you're going to sell your home and buy an RV. You tell them the route you're going to take and the places that you're going to stop along the way. In your naivety, you were shocked at their response. You're crazy. You can't just take a year off work. That would be irresponsible. Maybe. And then in contrast, there might be those who like your idea, but who offer their opinions about how you should prepare for your trip or your best practices. Well, they might also suggest places where you want to stop or offer their own suggestions as to where you should stop along the way and places you should visit, ideas they think would be better than your plan. Now, this scenario is much like those the scoffing people hurl at God's plan of redemption. Ridiculous, they say. Cruel, some say. I wouldn't do it that way, some say. But God had a plan, and his plan is the only plan that would work. Some might even have a conversation with God that might go something like this. God, why don't you do something about the evil in the world? Your word tells me that you are a Lord of heaven's armies. Do something. And God might answer, what exactly do you want me to do? Do you want me to destroy all evil people? Shall I destroy all evil nations? If I did that, who would be left? For I have declared that there is none righteous, not one. Now that is why human race needs to be redeemed. Redeemed from what? Sin. It is because of sin we are eternally separated from God and doomed. Sin is ugly. Our sinful nature is ugly. And that is why that sinful nature needs to be eradicated not just covered over by our seemingly good works. You see, our dislike of God's plan for redemption might stem from the fact that we don't fully understand two important facts. One, the holiness of God, and two, the disgusting sinfulness of mankind. Now, the dictionary defines holiness as spiritually pure. So let's look for a moment at what Scripture says about God's holiness. Psalm 96.9 reads, Worship the Lord in the splendor of his holiness. And in Isaiah 57, 15, this is what the high and lofty one says. He lives forever whose name is holy. You see, his name, his very essence is holy. Lastly, Revelation reads, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God, the Almighty, the one who always was who is and who is still yet to come. From the time of Adam and Eve's rebellion against God and their expulsion from the garden, God's plan has always required a blood sacrifice for the forgiveness of sin. 
In fact, it was God himself who killed an innocent animal in order to make clothing for Adam and Eve. This, a symbolic covering for sin, the innocent for the guilty. And so it was the Israelites, God's chosen people, in humble repentance for their sins, offered an innocent lamb who was without blemish to God. God wanted them to realize the awfulness of sin in the sacrifice of the innocent lamb, the innocent for the guilty. But the truth is that their sacrifices didn't take away their sinful nature. It only covered it until their Messiah came, God's plan. So God sent his son into the world, a lamb without blemish, as the perfect atonement for the sins of mankind. But before the cross, there was the Garden of Gethsemane, the Garden of Grief, where Jesus went to pray that if it was God's will that this cup of judgment of the world's sin be taken from him. You see, Jesus knew at the moment that God laid the sin of the world on him, that God would have to turn away from his son until Christ said from the cross, it is finished. So Jesus took the filthy rags of our sinful nature upon himself and gave us his robe of righteousness. Paul writes in Romans 8, 1 and 2, Therefore, now there is no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. For the law of the Spirit of life has set you free from the law of sin and death. You see, we who believe in the anointing work of Christ on the cross have been given a new heart and a new nature and full access to the presence of God. So like our traveler whose plan was to him perfect, so too is God's plan for our salvation perfect. Our response is to trust in his sovereign grace to live in his presence forever with hearts of gratitude. Let's pray. Oh, holy God, we come before you. We are not worthy, Lord God, but yet you sent your son, Jesus, as a sacrifice, an atonement for our sins. We are so grateful. We lay everything at your feet, trusting in you to do the impossible in our lives. God, thank you for your grace and mercy that you don't leave us to our own sinful nature and to our own sinful regrets. God, that you step in, you cover those with your holy anointing and your blood. Thank you, Jesus. We love you and we praise your name. It's in your name we pray. Amen. Thanks so much for making the Gospel Everyday Podcast an important part of your day. Hit that subscribe button if you haven't yet, and we'd love it if you could take a few moments to rate and review the podcast. Tune in tomorrow for brand new content. If you'd like more information about Mariner's Church, download the Mariner's app at your favorite app store or visit marinerschurch.org.